Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Stop Talking, Take Action, Get Results. Get the knowledge you need from Jen Duplessis with more than 35 years in business and as an entrepreneur and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. Also, be sure to check out Jen's book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights. Available on Amazon. For a signed copy, contact Jen at jenduplessis.com. Now, here is national and international speaker and coach, Jen Duplessis. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Stop Talking, Take Action, Get Results with Jen Duplessis. I am so thrilled to have a great guest here today, and we have a kind of a long story on how we met, and, and maybe we'll share that, um, Craig, but I, I have something that, that he is sharing with realtors and with other partners. In the, actually, you're sharing with everybody in the whole world, but this unbelievable i know i love it i mean i'm just so look at everybody's like well tell me no i don't want to tell you no. um, i'm just so excited yeah i am i'm just so excited about this um but my guest today is uh craig osborne and he is with connect 52 and um what we're going to talk about today is connecting back with your family and because I think that's important, right? That's one of the things for me is really important, connecting how you, you know, this all came about, and then how to connect with your referral partners and your clients, right? So this is one of the challenges that a lot of um, salespeople have. And I said realtors, as if only loan officers listen in, but um, this is one of the challenges people have is they say, we need deeper relationships. I I need to get deeper relationships. So this is going to blow your mind on how you're going to be able to do it. I just, I hope we can get this across to everybody too, just how fascinating this is. So Craig, I want to say thank you. Thank you for spending time with us today and welcome to the show. No, thank you, Jen. I really appreciate the, 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 the platform and the microphone to be able to share my passion. And, uh, and I think that it will be beneficial. It's, it's proven to be beneficial to uh, my family, personally, as, as you kind mm-hmm. of mentioned, and then um, to so many people. As I got into this industry, when I say got into this industry, I, through our our mutual friend, I uh-huh. was convinced to get into this industry uh, on the on the mortgage side. And uh, so I'm quite funny. I'm I'm the loan officer who's never closed a loan because when I got into this industry, I quickly realized how much it was just a relationship business. And, and so I just started going around teaching um, and, and talking about connect 52 and, and what it is and how it could benefit uh, everyone from, you know, on the mortgage side to the re- the realtors. And so, um, yeah, it's just been an amazing journey to share with, and what an amazing industry, right? I mean, this is what we do is go around and, and try and connect with people all day long. And so I, I couldn't have found, it's not exactly the only home that it belongs, but boy, I, I couldn't be happier that this is a place that, um, you know, has helped so many people. 
And so, yes, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, listen, if you're listening in and you're an entrepreneur, because I know we have lots of entrepreneurs as well, and other salespeople, not just in the mortgage space, um, hang on because we're going to give you stuff that's going to help for everybody. Um, Okay, so let's start. Let's kind of start at the very beginning about your relationship because what everybody needs to know is that you did a TED – is it a TED Talk or a TEDx Talk? TEDx Talk, yep. To me, they're the same. It's crazy. Yeah, you did a TEDx (laughs) Talk, and we'll put that link in here as well. Um, But you did a TEDx Talk on this topic, and I'd like to have you – and I want people to go there, but, you know, just maybe articulate it not in a, you know, oh, my gosh, I only have 10 seconds with TEDx, but tell us – you know, right. what you were going through personally and how this sort of evolved and, you know, what happened, what the result was with your, um, with you. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, this all started, I, I had become a mediator. Uh, I had, from the University of Utah, I had taken um, some courses to become, uh, uh, it, it's called conflict resolution. And um and so I was actually, ironically, I was doing this to become a mediator for people who uh, were experiencing troubles in their relationships. And I, the irony is, is that at this very, at this time in my life, I was actually going through my second divorce. And I was with my family. We were at a family reunion in Idaho. And my dad asked me, why are you doing so well? And I said, well, you know, I think it's, it's mediation. Um, not to be confused with meditation, which is also great, but this was mediation. And he goes, well, would you be willing right. to share with your siblings and, and my parent, you know, and, and them what it is? And so I basically describe that mediation as a mediator, it is unethical for you to give advice. You can only ask questions. And so after this little brief encounter with my family, um, I was walking away from this, this meeting and I said, you know, I have conflict in my life and that's the conflict is that I'm not connected to my family. Um, we get together on the obligatory holidays. We, we do all the things that we're supposed to do that, that say we're a family, right. but boy, I, I, I knew them about as well as I knew somebody else on social media. Um, all of them have, you know, spouse and kids and, and we're busy. It's not that we don't like each other. We just, I just didn't feel connected to them. And so right. I was now, really all putting you in the same town. Were you guys all in the same in Salt Lake or were you all spread apart? Because I believe most of somebody us were, was out of town. Yeah. Yeah. My littlest sister at the time was um, actually in Colorado. And uh, but the but the majority of us are right there in Salt Lake. And my parents are right there. And boy, we just you know, we don't get together very often. And so I challenged myself. I thought, you know, I really believed in this tool set that is that is mediation training and i and I, I tell anyone the best education you could get is to to go learn how to be a mediator and learn how to ask questions i mean i think all of us know we've been we've been told a million times that the best way to sell somebody is to ask questions and listen and yet most of us including myself oftentimes are very ter- terrible at that but um right. so i i thought you know what i'm going to challenge mediation if mediation truly can help resolve all conflict, then, then I'm going to just obey the rules of it. So I went home at the time I was actually living back East and um, felt very distant from my family physically and, and emotionally. And so I wrote them all a letter and I said, or an email and basically said, Hey, I think you'll all agree. We're not the poster family of closeness. Um, 
but I'd like to play a game, uh, a mediation game. And I would like to ask one question a week for a year. And I would love for everyone who wants to play this game to just answer the same question. And that way we can gain perspective and understanding and maybe empathy and towards, you know, towards one another. And, and quite honestly, maybe we'll become friends. And, um, and so with that, I sent the very first question. Uh, I'm a big David Letterman fan. So I said, uh, first question is inspired by David Letterman. What are the top 10 highlights of your life? And what was so amazing, I, I had no idea that the first question and the, and the answers that started coming in would just be so, uh, I don't know, life changing for me because I knew that I would know some of their top 10, you know, getting married and having children and these kinds of things. But inevitably, of course. every one yeah. of my, my family members who answered, they started sharing things and I'm like, oh my gosh, really? That's in the top 10 of your life? I mean, some of them, it was hilarious and others, it was just like, oh yeah, that's, you know, this, it's incredible. And so that's how it began. Um, it was kind of using mediation. Great, your, didn't your father have a great response that kind of floored you? Yeah, well, I mean, quite honestly, there was just always, there was all these times that I would get floored by, by people's answers. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, my father, he just, I mean, for my parents, I can tell you, they just, this was one of the greatest gifts that I could ever give them because Aww. I think we are so busy and we are, and so the, the beauty of it was, is the simplification of it. The, the one question a week, you know, it, it, it's not like I was asking you to write your whole entire history down in, in an afternoon or over a three right. month period of time. And what we did discover, I mean, just by pure accident was, oh, cause this ended up lasting. It didn't just last one year. It ended up lasting five. And we, we wrote the greatest history that's ever been written on our family. And uh, yeah, because you know, right. with, yeah, with every question, you know, in my case, that's, that's um, eight people answering the question. And so you've got eight different perspectives on an event that may have happened or mm -hmm. on just a question, you know. And, and so, yeah, it was always, I mean, there was always something amazing that came out of it. And, and the, just the, the empathy as we talk about, right, you know, like I – there's this great author there. He, he wrote this book called empathy. His name is uh, Roman Krushnerik. I highly recommend the book, but I called him up after reading the book and I said, man, I'm just so impressed by what you're doing. And one of the things that he, he and his organization did is they built this shoebox, and I'll have to provide you with a link to this YouTube video. They built a giant okay. shoebox. Yeah. You'd, you'd walk into the shoebox and you'd tell them what size shoes you wear. They'd come out with the, with a pair of shoes. They might be, in your case, they might be men's work boots. They might be uh, high heels. They might be whatever. And then they would have a, 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 some headphones in the shoebox as well. And you would literally put the shoes on, go on a mile-long walk while you're listening to the story of whose shoes those were, right? Oh. So you're, you're taking a mile-long walk in the shoes of another in human being. Shoes. And, yes. And, he, you know, and Roman says to me, he goes, Craig, you're doing the exact same thing. And I said, Oh my gosh, you know, I've been taking a five mile, I mean, a five year walk in the shoes of my parents and uh, of my siblings. I mean, for me, the, one of the greatest things that ever came out of it was, is my parents became not parents. I mean, I heard stories of their childhood and I heard stories of them being teenagers. And, and so all of a sudden my parents aren't just these people who need to serve me for the rest of my life. 
<laughs> right, perspective for them, you know, and say, ah, now I understand, you know, and, thing, and things like yeah. that. I love that. I love that. So now the best part about this, and then we'll move on to the business piece of this, but the best part okay. of this is the relationship that you rekindled with your sister. Yes. And, and, and this truly is, is what I think is, is possible and, and in, in, any, in any relationship. Um, but yes, my little sister, uh, Melanie is her name, and uh, she was living in Colorado at the time. And I remember the, the second week the question went out, and she called me and she said, hey, how are you going to answer this question? And for whatever reason, the way she wanted to answer it could be maybe offensive to some other members of our family, or she was concerned about it. So we talked about it. And then week three, the same thing, you know, she called up and we were talking about how we were going to answer the question. And then, you know, by week four or five, she called me and we were just talking. I mean, she's asking me what I'm doing. I'm asking her about her kids and her husband and what's going on in her world. And, and all of a sudden this happened every week and then it happened multiple times a week. And then six months later, she calls me and she says, you know, Craig, I've talked to Mark, her husband, and I, and, and I'm, I'd like to spend my birthday with you. And, and granted, I lived in New York at the time, and so spending her birthday with me was probably a really fun thing to do. But I, I, don't, I can tell you that six months previously, that wouldn't have even been a thought process for either of us. It's not that we didn't right. like each other. We just we didn't know each We're other. And, and I thought as an older brother, I thought I did know her. You know, I mean, she grew up underneath me in, in age, and so I thought I knew her. And then it only took a matter of, a few questions for me to be like, I have no idea who this human being is and, and how amazing she is. And, and so, you know, it's just, it's just this discovery uh, of what makes another person who they are and what makes them tick. And, and the, and the real beauty of it in some ways is that because it's done over, in this case, we were doing it over email is that you're taking the time to listen to them because you're not interrupting and you're not, you know, you're not interjecting yourself. I mean, so somebody writes a page and a half, answer to a question and you're just, man, what amazing, what amazing right. um, information. I mean, I, I tell, I joke around all the time about that. There's never been a Facebook post that has just stopped me in the middle of like running to a, a, an airplane that I was late for. But I'll tell you what, when your mom answers one of these questions, it, it just, it stops you. I mean, it's, it's new information. It's data. It's, it's, I, you know, I don't know. It's just incredible. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I talk about this in, my, in the TEDx talk that I gave about this. Um, that there was a question that was asked, um, and, and it, kind of stem, it kind of turns out to be one of my favorite questions. But at the time, this was probably four years into doing this, and I was asking um, my siblings and family members to help me ask the questions. And, and so my sister-in-law, uh, she asked the question. She said, what is your favorite toy growing up as a, as a child? And you know, on, on, on seeing the question, I was a little bit disappointed. I thought, man, she just doesn't really understand what we're trying to do here. Yeah, we're trying, trying to go to deep and connect. Things. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Okay. So I was a little bit disappointed. And, and my, my mother um, is the first one to respond. And, you know, she's 75 now. And she responds by telling a story of the stuffed animal she had as a child named Shmoo. And it, this was before Barbie dolls even existed, if you can, if right. you can imagine. But, um, and she just started telling us about how she slept with the shmoo and she would talk to the shmoo. And, and the, the, the funniest part or the best part was 
not even my father, who she's been married to for more than 50 years now, had any idea that Shmoo existed. That she had this, yeah. I mean, this is new information for my father, and it's obviously new information for all of us as kids. And so, and then the best thing happened for me personally, I, I again, was still thinking kind of a dumb question, but I sat down on my keyboard and I started typing away and I thought, you know, I really loved the sandbox growing up as a kid because me and Tommy, my little brother, would play in the sandbox. And then I was like, oh, wait, hold on a second. I loved constructs. It was a form of Lego that a lot of people had. And I, right. I loved that because Tommy and I would play with those. And then I was like, oh, I loved cap guns because Tommy and I would run around in the neighborhood and shoot each other with cap guns. And and then I loved every soccer ball or football or basketball I could get my hands on because Tommy and I would go play, you know, these sports. And Tommy and I aren't exactly close, but then the next words that came out of my mouth and onto this, uh, onto the computer were, I guess, my favorite toy growing up in my, in the, in, sorry, in my life is my little brother, Tommy. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, he and I probably really hadn't been very close over the years. And for me to, for me to realize that from, and it, and that's the beauty of questions is that you go in, you go in self-discovery, you go you have to go in search of the answer. And, and we live in a time right now where, you know, we have Google, <laughs> we have Siri, we have all these tools that give us all the answers that we could ever need and more. And yet, the, I tell you, the, 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 if you want to connect with somebody, it's all about the questions. And uh, that was, that yeah, was and one I, of the and I, Yeah, I, I love that moment. I love that realization because that really helped. And what was his response to that? Did he yeah, do you know, the way you did, or was it a little different for him because he was younger? Um, well, I will say it's always different for everybody. One of the fun things we would do is take a picture where all of our family was in. You know, we were in it together, and then we would ask the question of what was going on in your world at the time. And inevitably, we were never in the same universe together. I mean, but to answer your question, um, and, and it's kind of telling about this whole process is my little brother actually was the one. He, he never actually answered one question in the five years we did it. I would tell you he is oh one of the biggest gosh. fans of the whole, in the whole world of it. And it taught me a valuable lesson that I have, to con- I have to continue to invite somebody to do something when it's that important. And, yeah. But he never did. But that isn't to say he didn't participate because I know he read every answer. I know that he loved yeah. it. And then when, when his wife um, passed away in, a, in an accident and drowned, uh, she drowned at, actually at a family reunion back at that same place in Idaho that we always go to. Um, oh my gosh. We ended up creating an account and asking questions with the, the, the people who knew her. We would ask questions of like, how did you know Cammie? What did she mean to you? Um, when she passed away, I had two nephews that were very young. And basically what we did is we did the same thing. And we asked all, we asked all the people that knew her these questions. And I was able to come compile a book of all these questions and all these answers and give that to my two nephews and say, this is who your mother was in the eyes of a hundred different people. And, and so I, yeah, I I mean, my little brother, what was really cool is that my little brother drove all the way to see me uh, speak at TEDx. And it was um, probably the first time he'd ever heard some of this stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was it was a really emotional experience. Yeah, well, I, I can tell. I can tell. It still is. Yeah, it still is. Yeah. And you know, this is why I, you know, why we started talking. I said, Craig, you have to be on the podcast because I need, I need to share your story because 
there's so many of us that the best relationship we have is with our cell phone, right? And we're living by, (laughs) right? And we're living vicariously through everybody else's pretend worlds, the lie, you know, the land of the liars, like, look at all the great stuff that's going on and not the truth. And, you know, there's, and, and we're measuring ourselves up against, you know, well, they're doing this, so I should be able to do that. Oh, they're so lucky. And what's wrong with me? And, you know, and we didn't have that in the past. And so it, it creates this challenge. And I think what it does, instead of drawing us closer, it actually separates us even more. Because we're just saying, well, I can't measure up to what they're doing. You know, they're doing all these great things. Look at them. They bought a new house. Look at them. You know, they're traveling. And I can't measure up to that. But what's happening is that, like you said, I love that idea of the picture, by the way. I I picked up on that. Is that (laughs) if you went to that post, you know, like think about all these posts that we have now that come out to say one year ago, three years ago, five, ten years ago, you know. Ah, yes, yes. Is to take that picture and ask that question. You know, and share it. Yeah. People do share their experiences from four years ago. But to share that and say, you know, this is taken four years ago when we were doing this, that, and the other. What people don't know is that I was going through a divorce. What people don't know is that I just found out I had cancer. What people don't know mm. is that I was having a real rough time with my teenagers. I was chasing my yeah. face. I was discovering me. You know, and I, gosh, what a great way to, you know, to even do that, you know, definitely do it within your family, but, you know, to get real on, on Facebook, you know, and LinkedIn yeah. and all that stuff. Um, but I think that's a great <laughs> well, and to your, way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say to your point, I mean, one of, my, one of the favorite things I, I love is doing this with your spouse. Um, yeah. One week, you, your spouse asks the question, and the next week, you ask the question. And then what I, what my, because my sister and her husband did this, then they, then their date night would be where they would share their answer. You know, they'd take a whole week, they would write down their answer, one, just so that it's there for kind of posterity's sake and record's sake of, of, of their thoughts. But yeah. then when they went out on their date night, boy, you know, the cell phone didn't become part of the date night because they had so much to talk about. And uh, so yeah. anyway, there's, there's a lot of uses of it. But yes, to your point, um, the second Well, and that's, <laughs> you know, that's, no, and that's right. So that's one use, right? Another use could be somebody right. who's engaged right now and say, let's just get to really know your partner. You know, you're, you're yeah. celebrating, you're celebrating all of, you know, and all you're talking about right now is, you know, we're about the flowers and we're, you know, have you ordered this? And um, maybe you need to take a step back. To ensure, you know, and it's funny because who was it that was saying this? I can't remember who was saying. Oh, um, uh, Bernie, uh, gosh, I can't think of his last name. He is the uh, CEO of CEO Space, the founder of CEO Space. And he said, you know, people spend more time planning their wedding than they do their marriage, right? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And so wouldn't that, wouldn't that be a great, a great thing to come up with is, you know, you got engaged. Now you're going to start this process so that you get, you have the focus of what's most important as you're developing this relationship, right? And, and memorializing all of those answers so that in 10 years, you can go back and look at them, right? In five years, you can go back and look at them. You can hand it down to your children, right? So there's, you're right. There's a gazillion ways to do this, but you know what? It's been in front of us for a long time. We just have to ask, right? We have to ask the yeah. questions. So, well, I mean, if, if I can say, yeah. I just, yeah, I, I just think, look at your, the value that you provide is, I mean, oh, you don't you. get on a, you don't get on a call with us and, and say, 
hey, let me tell you what to do and let me tell you how it will work, you, you ask a lot of questions and yeah, you cause right. us to think. I mean, th- this is what you do. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and right. quite honestly, I think you and I have discussed this is that, you know, one of the one of the tricks that I use and I, I don't know, maybe tricks isn't the right word. One of the tools that I use is I create these things. I call them connection menus. And I, mm-hmm. I, I grew up in the restaurant industry. And so I make it look like a menu. Um, the first time right. I ever used a connection menu was at my 41st birthday. I invited all my friends and all my family to my own birthday party and I catered it. I'm just that egotistical. But um, <laughs> When, when they all got there, the, the party wasn't a surprise, but what was is that I had created a menu, and this menu had all, instead of food, it had questions on it. And so they were all mingling, and I gathered everybody's attention, and I said, hey, the reason you're here tonight is because it, it, there is somebody in this room you don't, don't know, and I want you to go find one of those people, take this menu, and take a few minutes to, to go connect with them. And I, I, I understand that this is playing to some of the fears, uh, to some of your, you know, some of you have anxiety about this, but look, I've created a cheat sheet for you. We're all in the same boat. Just, you know, give me, give me a birthday gift of 15 minutes of your time of connecting with somebody. And inevitably, you know, my whole family being uh, growing up in Utah, they're, they're not drinkers, and yet we were in this venue, and you would have thought we were at the most popular bar in town because the volume went through Everybody the roof. Yeah, engaging. Everyone was, was engaging. Everyone's engaging on this incredible level. And so no matter wherever I speak, and and I would like to create, I I would like to work with you and create a menu with you because, and I, and I, most recently I've been doing this for real estate agents, uh, a menu that they can send to their client, either to list or to buy. And even before they meet with them, Hey, I would love it if I could just get some answers to these questions and they're, you know, like what is the favorite room in your home and why? I mean, do you know what you could do with that information? Oh, I know. Looking it's for funny. the new yeah. house. Do you know? It's funny that you mentioned that because I teach a class to realtors called Real Estate Sales Mastery, and it's part. The class itself is part of my one of my coaching packages, right? My higher end oh, coaching package. Yeah. And um, and it it is one of the questions because when you read the MLS, you know the MRIS, it's all the same stuff. Like I'll feature, 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 feature. Right. And right. I was telling them, you know, ask your PS your clients, and I use myself as an example, you know, ask your clients, um, yeah, what is your favorite room? Definitely that's great and why. But here's the other thing. What's, what's your favorite time of day at your house? Because I live in the country, and yeah. the mornings are just spectacular because of the birds. They're all out just having a heyday. They're out. They're so happy. There's so much going on. And, you, don't, you know, it's quiet, and the sun's coming up, and it's beautiful. The evening. I also love. Now, why do I love that? Because the birds go away and the, the tree frogs start. And so it's all this activity going on. Mm. But more importantly, I have a little crystal that I hung in a window. And when the sun comes through, the whole house looks like uh, fireworks, wow. right? The whole house looks like fireworks. Yeah. And so yeah. when you can get that deep into understanding, you know, a simple thing in like a home, <laughs> Maybe yeah. you don't show. Maybe you don't show the person the house at eleven to three in normal time. Maybe you show them when that spectacular time is, so mm. that they can experience it, right? And yeah. then you have more sales, right? You have more sales, and and it's because Absolutely. they fall in love with the emotion. And you know, people buy on emotion, right? That's that's what it yeah. is. And I, I absolutely love that. 
so okay, so we talked about family, and I, you know, I still want to know. I, I would love to get a list of questions for you to share with our listeners, like if they wanted to start. Absolutely. This, you know, and get a list and let them be the one who is the prompt and say, you know what, I'm going to start this with my family because everything starts at home. We know that, right? Start this with yep. my family. But then how do we segue this into, and I love the idea, you know, especially at a business network, uh, business mixer. So if you're holding a business mixer as part of your client appreciation or even client appreciation, you know, is how, yeah. do, you, how do you know Jen or, you know, what are, what are some, just whatever questions, you know, they can be about um, you, your team or whatever, you know, what's something you learned about Jen through the process um, that, that you were just floored by, you know, like maybe someone found out I was, you know, a competitive ballroom dancer, right? Which I am. So, um, See, I'm learning something new already. <laughs> yeah, you probably didn't know. <laughs> uh, so, uh, which tells me, Craig, you haven't been listening to the podcast. <laughs> I've lots of I'm giving you a hard time. So that everybody knows, yeah, Craig, Craig is one of my coaching clients. So, you know, he knows me a different way too. Um, but, you know, proof in the pudding, right? And I have, I use this as an example too. I have one of my real, realtor um, partners, you know, and I've been out of lending for a year now. But one of my partners, she's still a good friend. She's actually a client now. But in coaching her, as she became a coach, she said, you know, I figured I might as well get, get coaching from you. In coaching her, I learned that she got a degree in music. And what she didn't mm. know, and I was like, you got to, you're kidding me. And what, I, what she didn't know is that I played flute, piccolo, and saxophone um, for many, 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 many years. I was in the Colorado Springs Symphony and all this stuff. And we have known each other for nine years and didn't know that wow. about each other. That we yeah. had a passion for music. Isn't that crazy? So just simple questions. All right, so we can do this with our family, and you're going to share some of that with us so that everyone can start doing this. We can do this in a business mixer atmosphere where it's very lighthearted just so that people can get to know each other. Yeah. Now how do we segue that into business? And I know that you've been doing a lot of coaching, or not coaching, but um, uh, presentations at real estate offices and whatnot, and you have a different name for it. And I want to, I want to talk about that and how – Someone who's listening could say, how could I take this to my center of influence, whatever that center of influence is, how could I do it in my office, right, um, yeah. so, that people, so that people get to know me? Because one thing about me is that I always coach on and teach about and speak about the, the know, like, and trust in business. And we have a tendency yeah. to, to say, well, they know what I do. They like me, I think, but how come I'm not getting right. business? And the reason you're not getting business is because they don't trust you. They don't know who you are. They just know what you do. And we have to be able right. to dig in. And so this is going to open up Pandora's box for everybody. So share with us that. I'm going to shut up. Share, okay. Share with us <laughs> what you've done in, you know, in the real estate space, but how that can be transformed into any business and how that has uh, transformed into um, business for you. Yeah. And, well, thank you. Um, I mean, you know, I'm, I, I do. I work with a lot of real estate agents and, and, and lenders and, and talk about being connected to their passion and letting that kind of be. And so obviously my, this passion, this is my passion is connecting. And so I'm going to share a story of a, a particular real estate office that I went and I, I was presenting on Connect 52 and I had taken this menu. And, and, uh, but what was so great is that this broker took the message of connecting and she decided to use this with her team. So, I mean, obviously in the real estate industry, um, you might have a lot of real, you know, real estate agents who aren't coming into the office very often. It's, it's, it's 
you know, it's a hard industry sometimes to connect. And so what she did is she really just did exactly what, I, what we've been talking about. She asked one question. The very first question she asked was, if you could give up a year of your life to someone, uh, if you would do it, who would that be and, and why? And, and she, and she kind of knew, okay, I've got to be the first one to build that trust with my, with my team and my agents. So I'm going to, I'm going right, to go ahead and vulnerable. answer first, right? Be vulnerable. be vulnerable. So she, mm-hmm. she set the tone and I, and I, and this is kind of, I have five steps to human connection and one of them is experiment with vulnerability, but you know, and so she did, she answered and she said, Hey, I would give up a year of my life to my grandmother. She was the most important person of my life, you know, blah, 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 blah. And the cool part is, is that then all of a sudden the answer started coming in from her agents and the agents started saying, you know, giving their story. And in the very end of the week, the broker came back and said, you know what? I've been listening to what you guys have been saying and you, you have actually convinced me that I wouldn't give a second of my life to anyone for any reason. This is the most powerful opportunity I have is my life and to live it to its fullest. And I just, I can't imagine what that did for that brokerage to tie them together, to see that she was vulnerable enough as the leader of the team to say, you know what, you have changed my mind. You have helped me grow. And so I, I share that example as just what is possible. I mean, could you do this if you have a database of, of a bunch of past clients and maybe they are or maybe they aren't hearing from you, but what is, you know, what's stopping anyone from writing up a question once a, once a week, sending it out to the database with maybe your answer um, so that people can be like, wow, you know, who is this individual? I, I mean, let's face it, as in the lending world, these people typically never ask us any questions about ourselves and don't know us. We oftentimes oh, well, don't, we don't know give what we it up have either. in common. Yeah, we don't give it up either. And, and I've learned that. I mean, I've learned that in several, you know, last four, five, six, I don't know, whatever years, because now I'm over 50, you know, I get wiser, apparently. Um, and I learned that too, because the, you know, I had a shell on me for so long. And it was, you know, partly woman, right? Partly woman. But just in business, you know, that I don't need any help. I got this. I'm, I'm covered. I don't need your help. I don't know how yep. many times people yep. said to me, what can I do to help you in your business? Nothing. I got it. Right? Never, ever yeah. that answer. Ever. But I would say, no, I got it. I got, I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually too busy. I don't want any referrals right now. I've heard people say that too. Right? Yeah. Yep. And Absolutely. so we have this shell. But what I learned from that shell, and I thought that that was abundance. I thought that was me being a big mm. girl. Right? And what I learned yeah. is, is that it's coming from scarcity. Because I don't want anyone to know that I have challenges. That I have struggles. Right, and that, and that I yeah. uh, just lost a deal because I couldn't I couldn't sell it, and I'm and I'm just killing myself. You know, I'm kicking myself, and I'm losing sleep over it. Right, because right. then they would see me as weak, and therefore they wouldn't want to work with me. And so we all kind of walk around with this shell. And if we can learn to start poking holes in this shell, that's where that trust comes in. But that's the true abundance because now people yeah. will chase you because they're attracted to that vulnerability because now you're human. Versus you chasing them. Yeah. yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And I mean, you know, another group obviously is your agent. So, I mean, if you're a lender and, and you're, you've got this, um, you've got all these agents that work at different brokerages and all over wherever it is that you live, I guess what, what, what I've done, and, and, and I'm not trying to convince everybody that they should have one of these people in their offices, but, 
you know, how many offices have a, a marketing coordinator? Well, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm, the joke is, is that I'm the loan officer who's never done a loan. And really, yeah. I said, Corbin, my business partner, uh, he, I said, you've got 18 years of doing these loans. Why don't I go out and connect with these real estate agents and, and provide value? And what we've, what we've created now, so way, you know, in my opinion, I do some marketing as well for our, for our agents. But what I'm now experiencing is we have agents that come in and say, you know, wow, the, the value is this, this kind of personal connection, this coaching, because now I take, I take the things that you give me, you know, I take the education that you give me and I go out uh-huh. there and I, I provide that to them. And then they're now coming to our office and, and I've quite, it's really interesting. The last few months, I have received from about five different agents or even uh, clients. I've, I've, I've heard, man, you should be a broker. Like you're giving me more value than my broker. And uh, what a compliment, yeah. right? What a, yeah. what a, there, there's no greater compliment than for me to say, for someone to say that to me, because at the end of the day, they're, they're now looking to me for education. They're looking to me yeah. for like emotional help, like some coaching. I mean, Let's face it. I think this is just a really hard job. I, I think this is a and, and half the time I just feel like I'm I'm their cheerleader. I'm like, you can do this. Keep going. You know, like right. You know, well, but, we're supposed to be roaming coaches. That's you know, at least on the lending side. I mean, I've always I, I've always been a roaming coach to my partners, not just realtors. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody, yep. you know, is to get them to move forward, to help them to move forward, because we all need that. You know, and I talk about this in my lifestyle business mastery is that, you know, we talk about clarity and there's like a whole bunch of steps. I'm going to digress for a second, but we talk about clarity, community, communication, credibility, which is what you're building, right? You're dominating the market as an expert, as an influencer, but then there's the coaching piece that needs to be there. That accountability, right? Someone to get you out of the busyness of the business who can see the blind spots, And that's what's happening is they're starting to see these blind spots that they had that no one else was sharing with them. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think there's an, you know, I think there's a really unique opportunity out there. I mean, we've, we've heard it, we've heard it before of, of creating a mastermind and, but then, you know, right now I'm starting one uh, with the agents that I'm working with and, and we're getting together and it's more of a, it's a more of a vulnerability and coaching session. And, uh, you know, you and I have briefly touched on this, but I've yeah. kind of developed this, this I am human code. And it's probably a, a combination of um, a lot of things we've heard about waking up early and how to tap into, you know, a, a great day. It's, it's some of the things that you, you help us with as a, as, as our coach of how do we, you know, what do we need to do in order to have, a, a great day, a day in and day out, and then obviously a great week, a great month, and, and a great career. And so we are now getting together, and I, I've actually, and I'm going to share this with you, I've created a kind of a daily, I call it daily processing um, mm-hmm. as, I, as I relate, um, as I relate myself to kind of I am just code. I am, uh, <laughs> it's kind of, a, it's a little interesting, but um, you can kind of look at what's happening in your world and say, well, how, how am I processing the world? So anyway, I've got this worksheet and how are you responding to it? You know? Yeah. Right. Right. 
Um, in fact, I, I do a lot in, in some other areas of the world. I do a lot with the suicide awareness um, world in, in my community. And, um, and, and in regards to this, I mean, in fact, I got in front of uh, a bunch of boys. These parents asked me to speak to these boys because there was a suicide at their school. And I, at, a, at one particular meeting, I said, what was the code or what were the words, the affirmations that this person at your school was saying about themselves? And, and they said, oh, man, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm ugly. I'm horrible. I'm this. I'm that. And um, it was really fascinating. So we're working on their code. What I, what I help some people do is take write. It's more or less affirmations, but they're very, very specific to you. I even have them plug them into one of these apps that you can get where you can plug in affirmations and you can actually say them to yourself. And I oh, have, no, I, I love have that. them. I have it. Yeah. Yes. I and, that, and so I, love it. I act like a computer. I program myself every day. I listen to these affirmations for 20 minutes in the morning as I wake up this computer, which is me. And as I close it down at the end of the day, I listen to these affirmations. And it was after asking these boys this question, about a week later, I'm watching CBS News, and they're featuring a story of this this girl who a year previously had, uh, back in the, yes, the, the New England, that. Boston area. Oh, my gosh, yep. yeah. She just was like, she wasn't the one who was walking around going, I'm not worth it. I'm, she was popular and this, that, and the other, but boy, her self-talk. Oh, yeah. I mean, what she was presenting outwardly to everyone was this amazing, I mean, she She'd gotten a scholarship. I mean, the, the, why they were featuring her, I believe, is that she'd kept such a detailed journal that the question of why was just so perplexing. And it was in the moment, so they, were, they, they knew that she had attempted to commit suicide a week or two weeks previously, and then she, find, she, she, she does. She jumps off of a bridge, and the, it was just baffling because she'd asked to buy her, her mom to buy her and her mom a ticket to go somewhere in that period of time. She'd won a scholarship. There's even video evidence, evidence of her being just super, what we see as super happy. And then they, they, they panned over to her journal, and it hit me like a ton of bricks because it, it was code. It was code for jump off of a bridge, and it read, I am stressed. I am horrible. I am not good enough. I am all of these things. And so I'm just so fascinated by my code and what I'm capable of doing if I will just tell this computer uh, that is me more or less what I, what I want. And, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm seeing miracles. And so it's things like this that I basically am taking to, I mean, it's, it's what you do. I mean, not, not to say that I'm, I'm you, I am not you, but I, 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 I would emulate you. I would love to be you in the sense for my, for my agents, for the people that I work with, for my friends, I want to be someone who shows up and says, you know, this is what I've been learning. I'm vulnerable enough to tell you that I don't know everything, and this is how I'm progressing in life, and I want to share that with you. And now, now basically, I have multiple agents not working for the same company, and they're asking me, can we get together on a weekly, you know, on a monthly basis, and can we be accountability partners for one another? And I've got agents from knowing each other from other brokerages. It, it's, it's really getting fun at this point in time. I, I must admit, yeah. this is probably the most fun I've had in, a, in forever in this industry. <laughs> and a, yeah, yeah, in a really long time. And, it, you know, I think that that's really important. And, you know, that word does start spreading. And, you know, this is where you now are being chased rather than you chasing after, you know. And you've, yes. just, you've 
uh, uncovered a niche for yourself. But I think in this questioning that any of us would want to do with um, any target market that we have, um, we can start creating a niche too. Not, not maybe not the I am human code, and maybe part of right. it. But maybe there's a niche that right. comes out of it as a result of it. So, so they're calling you. So I want to make sure we kind of drive this home. They're calling you and they're saying, hey, can you be my accountability partner? And can you be, you know, could you come to my office and, um, you know, do a presentation on this thing? What's happening with business? Well, what and the we're reason why I'm, let me let me say you yeah, say to you yep. that the reason I'm asking about this is because um, at every training session that I do, I say, why did you come here today? I want to make sure that I meet your expectations, right? Why did you sign up? What was it about mm. the flyer? Da 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 da, right? And this one right. lady said, and I would hear this quite often, you know, Jen, I just come to anything that you're at, and I go, that's nice, thank you, but for some reason, this one day, this struck a chord with me. I heard it a thousand times. She said, you know, I just come to anything you're teaching. When you're teaching, I'm there because I love right. learning from you. But the chord that it struck was, oh, I'm not just a teacher. I'm also in the business of making money as a lender. <laughs> I need to make money. Right. Right. And I said, I said, well, thank you so much. I said, but don't forget, I do loans. Right? Yeah. I do loans. Yes. So we want to make sure that yes. we're not um, – you know, and it happens with me with coaching sometimes, too. You know, I'm doing a strategy session, I'll end up coaching somebody, right? They get it all free, and then they say, nah, I want to coach. And I'm like, oh, I just gave it to you free, right? But, but it's, yes. my, it's my giving nature that does that. So how do you, you know, so I want to I ask that question again, just, you know, on the re, what kind of results are you seeing? And if you're not seeing the results, what, what are you going to do to make sure you have the results so that those that are listening can say, okay, this is a great concept. We're going to have great, better, deeper, richer, stronger relationships. It's going to open up a lot of yeah. opportunities to learn. But how does that apply to my business? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because uh, like what you just referenced, I would have, I would, you know, I was so happy to give this away and so happy to share it that that, that obviously was, the case for a long time. I mean, until, in fact, I think you even were the one that, that really brought this up of, you know, <laughs> well, are, are you asking for the business? And, and quite literally, I, I, I wasn't. And, um, right. but since then, in fact, I, I had a, an epiphany just even this week. Um, we had a, we had a, we've had a couple of realtor partners who, um, in, in the end, they came to me because I do so much for them. They came to me and said, Hey, we didn't like how this was, we didn't like this thing that happened. And what I realized this week is that people in general, all human beings don't love conflict. No one tends to love it. And because there are so many lenders out there in the world that it sometimes you'll have agents who, even though you might be providing them lots of value, if, if conflict comes up, they can just go, they can go to another lender. It, it's sometimes easier for somebody to not face the conflict and just go away, go somewhere else. And so I realized that this was happening and, yeah. and, and I just went to them and said, hey, can we have a meeting? Because I know that there's some issues and I just don't want this to go away. And when we had the meeting, I ended up sharing with them a couple of times in my life in, in relationships where I had not been willing to talk, address conflict and how it ruined the relationship. And, I, and so we, Corbin yeah, and I went to these sit. meetings. Yeah. Yep. We let it sit. And ferment. Um, sometimes, 
they just disappear. They go away. Right. And so I think the whole, this whole thing of this art of asking questions, I mean, going back to mediation, conflict resolution, there was conflict and I just wanted, I, I wanted to go ask some questions to have resolution. And so, yes, how I, I, now it is easier for me. I guess you, you help, you help me. You asked me a question. I've now taken the challenge on of, of asking for the business. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this, but I do want to have a relationship. I want to start by getting that relationship and, and connecting with them and asking all these questions. I mean, there's so many books out there that, that talk about this and, and how to build that relationship that inevitably it, it, it is through asking questions, um, asking yeah. them about yep. their family, their friends, their occupation, their, right. you know, their life. And, right. but then I think once you do that, once you have that relationship, then I actually find it much easier now to ask for the business oh, and, and really well, say, I think about that. You could never ask for someone's help because really, isn't that what you're asking for is help, right? Yeah. So you could never ask for someone's help if you didn't know them well enough, you know, to say, Hey, do you think I can get your help with something? <laughs> yeah. Right. Just somebody off the street. They're like, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, it, and it's catch as catch can, right? It's not reliable. Yeah. But when you have to your a point, we don't even ask people you, that. Yeah. No, I, I was just going to say to your point, we don't even ask people that we do have that with, or at least it's hard to ask for help yeah. from somebody we even know. Now, if we don't know them, we have no shot. And right. yet for me, uh, I have found it really easy lately to, to just, you know, be able to ask somebody say, hey, you know, I'm doing all of this. We have this relationship, at least I'm, I'm under the impression that this is the kind of relationship we have. Now, can I, have I, have I got your business? Have I earned your business or what do I need to do to earn yep. your business? And that just gives them, I mean, I'm, why I love it is because it gives them the opportunity to say, oh, Craig, I didn't realize that that's what you wanted. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't realize that's yeah. where you're going. I, I, I forgot to mention that my uh, niece is, is a lender and no, you don't have my business. I mean, you're really awesome. You're a great guy and all, but no, you don't. Okay, well, thank you so much. You know, now I know where our relationship is, at least on the business right. side. That's right. And, 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 so, and yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Well, I was just going to say, it's just a conversation. And, and I, I, yeah. I do appreciate you for kind of bringing that up of that, that really it, it is so much easier when you have a relationship with somebody. And I mean, the, the result of it has been an increase in business. I mean, the result has yes, been. Yes, it has. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, ironically, we have this, I have a real estate agent who, who would come into my office and say, he would tell me these stories of how he'd worked really hard for a client and that they ended up going without with somebody else. And he would just, oh, he'd just be so frustrated and so mad. And so we had a, we had a meeting, we had a, we were doing a value add. We were, we were teaching real estate agents about uh, renovation lending and, and it was a really great course. And at this, at this course, this agent came up to me and, and he was telling me a story of how he'd just recently given a, a, another lender an opportunity at some of his business because, she, and he, these are his words. She had been bugging me. She'd been uh -huh. bugging me. And so I gave her an opportunity. And so mm -hmm. he, I said, Hey, will you come to my office? Uh, you know, let's, let's get a meeting and come to my office. And so he sat down and I said, can I just share with you the experience I had? And I said, you, you've come into my office and you've told me how personally it hurts you when somebody goes and uses somebody else after you've done a bunch of work for them. And I said, can I just share with you what happened at this event the other day when you told me, I go, do you really want somebody who bugs you or, or do I give you enough value that I've earned 
your business because it really hurt me. It affect, it like bothered me that you would give somebody your business just because they bugged you. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying this to be like, wow, look at me or whatever. This this real estate agent got like bowed his head and like, kind of almost like a like a oh my gosh, I just did to An you aha. what I hate. And and yeah, <laughs> right. and he just said, Craig, I'm sorry, that will never happen again. And I said, because right. I don't, you know, because I just said I don't think I bug you. I think I give you value. And he's like, no, absolutely, you do. And right. It, and it just see, was an amazing because you have thing. that relationship that you could say that. You know, I want to be very clear about that. Is that yeah. you know you wouldn't go up to someone and say that and say you know hey what's the, you know the, right. that's a hard conversation. You know that's a more difficult it conversation is. to have. But because you have the relationship and that open dialogue, you can get through all these troubles and problems. You know, it allows yes. you that opportunity. I love that. Absolutely love it. Well, Craig, listen, it has been a blast. We could talk for hours. Um, this is going to be one of my longer <laughs> podcasts, <laughs> which is fine. Which is fine. I love it. I've been um, accused of that my whole entire life. <laughs> it's okay. It's a fun dialogue. I mean, look, at we're developing a relationship. This is what it's all about. It takes time, you know, and That's I say great. all the time, you know, hurry up to slow down or slow down to hurry up. And we're, we're slowing down and taking the extra time that we need, right? And um, so, so what we're going to do is we're going to have a link so that if people have uh, more questions about how to um, get involved with you, to learn more about what you're doing so that they can maybe teach it. And you know, and I've talked about that a little bit. And, you know, so yep. they can start going out and telling the whole world. Your whole message will be spread out through a big wide web. And um, so we'll have a link in the, in the notes, um, in the show notes about that um, and to you so that People can reach out to you um, directly. And um, what else did I want to say about that? I think that was it. I just want to say thank you for joining us today, for sharing um, your wisdom with us. And, you know, it's very humbling because I love hearing, I just love hearing this. And I, and I realize that, you know, my relationships aren't as perfect as they need to be or as good as they can be. And um, it just is, it's another reminder, you know, that we're always working on ourselves and that yesterday's gone, right? Today we got to be better than we were yesterday. And um, so I appreciate all that you're sharing with us. And we'll also have your TEDx talk um, link in there as well, so that'll get some more views. And um, what would you like to leave us with um, today? Man, I, this, this has been so great. And I just want to first say thank you so much for the opportunity. And to anyone who is listening, which I know that's a lot of people, by all means, I am uh, available and willing to help and, and support uh, them in their efforts to connect with their family, to connect with their clients. And so, um, but yeah, and that's, I guess that's what I would leave you with is that um, it's kind of the title of the, of the TEDx talk is that you know, really connecting on a, on a level. I, I always tell people, I help people connect on a level they've never experienced before. And the, the irony of saying that is that it's one, it's as simple as one question at a time. And um, I often, whenever, when I speak, oftentimes I say, I, I, I acknowledge what you said earlier, that we live in the time of the greatest connectivity of, in the history. And I can, get on, I can get on this amazing call with you, and we're in, different, we're com- in completely different places of the country. It, it's just amazing. And really, we can use technology to, to actually connect. We just have to know how to. And I, I think that's all, all we did. My family and I stumbled upon this. It's, it's been a blessing in, in our lives. It's been a blessing in mine. And, and, I, and to now answer your question, I'll say the great, one of the greatest things you can do, and we haven't been talking about it, is get connected to yourself. 
Yeah. If, I, if all of this stuff really is, and what, what people don't realize is that I asked, I asked and answered questions for five years with my family, but every question answered was for myself. It's a story about my past. It's a story about my present, or it's a story about what I want to see in the future. And I truly believe that we are as disconnected to ourselves as we are to other people currently in the world. And really the biggest change that we could make is if you could connect to who you are. My favorite question in the whole entire world is what is it like to be you? If you could ask this of your children, if you could ask this of your spouse, if you could ask this of your clients, what is it like to be you? They'll tell you a story of that it's hard, that it's difficult, but hopefully they'll also tell you of a couple of wins they've had in their life. And that is, that is in five, well, in more than five years of doing this, that is my all time favorite question in the whole world. What is it like to be you? You know, and you could just do that networking. (laughs) I mean, just start today. Start today. The next person you say, what's it like to be you? You know, very simple question. That's awesome. Well, listen, thank you again for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And for everybody listening and hanging in to the end, um, we're going to have some questions on there for you, a link for some questions as well so that you can get started. But start thinking about the questions that you're curious curious about, you know, and, and start asking those questions today. And, you know, don't wait. Don't wait to see you know, a list, start doing it. And, uh, you know, if you, is this the first time that you're listening to us, we welcome you to our community. And if you've been a long-time listener, as usual, I always say thank you so much. I'm so grateful. Um, and I continue to uh, wait to hear your comments and your replies and your questions to me about what you want to talk about on this podcast. So we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Stop Talking, Take Action, Get Results can't get enough and want more? Visit jenduplessis.com to book Jen to speak at your event or company or learn about her coaching programs. You can schedule your private strategy session with Jen by texting strategy to 66866. If you want to multiply your results in record time while working less and having a life, contact Jen today. Thanks again and be sure to tune in next week.